Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Well, hello, everyone. My name is Julie Fogg, and I am the proverbial lady behind the glass, or no glass as there there is, but, and I'm here today with Sandy Johnson. Say hello, Sandy. Well, hello, everyone. We are back. We are back. We kind of hijacked the studio. We did. There is no pastor around. We can do and say almost anything. Almost anything. So, but in all seriousness, Galen just was really encouraged with our last devotional, and, and we were very humbled by being able to do that, and so he asked us to be here again, so we didn't really hijack the studio, but we're excited to be here again. And We are, and he always says, back by popular demand, so I don't know if the popular demand was just our moms. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe our moms listened about, you know. 150 times. <laughs> and Galen's like, wow. That was amazing. You should come back. So thanks, mom. Or yeah. in Spanish, gracias, mami. <laughs> I, I would say gracias, mami, too. But <laughs> my mom doesn't speak Spanish, no. nor do I. Yeah. All right. We should so get this we'll get, on we'll get rolling. So, But before we begin, you know, quarantine has brought up a lot of new opportunities. I'm wondering, Sandy, if you started a new hobby in quarantine or... I have, you know, you know, you know me in crafts. You're amazing. I am so good. <laughs> I have been Pinteresting my little heart away. Oh, what have you been making? Nothing. <laughs> because really, crafts <laughs> makes me anxious. Cra- See, and I love crafting. Well, I started, I used to cross stitch back in my, I don't even know, teens, 20s. And so I decided I'm going to get a cross stitch pattern. And so I've been working on that. And what I found since my 20s and now in my 40s is that my eyes are considerably different. So cross stitching at night doesn't really work so well for me. Mm. So, but my dad, this has been really interesting. He's been doing a lot on ancestry and, and digging into our family. And it's been really cool because we didn't know a lot about his grandpa. His parents died at a young age. My, what would that be? My great-great-grandparents, I suppose, and so that's on the Paul side, and so he's been digging into that, and so it's been really, really interesting, and it kind of leads us into, you know, we've been, Dad and I have been talking about just family stuff and and people coming to the Midwest, and of course, my husband's family, are they they were homesteaders too, and so uh, just talking a lot about that and the hardships and that faced and, and really how our identity can be within our family, which kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today and, and really that, you know, our, dan- our identity can be in our our family tree and that, but really our identity should be in Christ. And so that's what we're going to focus on today. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, last week when, when Galen asked, hey, would you guys be willing to do um, another podcast? You and I talked for a minute and I thought, gosh, you know, the struggles for me, um, whether it's I'm not feeling joyful or I'm anxious or angry, or yeah. I can usually circle it back to where am I finding my identity in? Mm-hmm. And so when we were talking about it, I thought, I don't know if only women um, struggle with this, our identity being only in Christ and not in other things. Yeah. I suppose men have some struggles as well, but I think women are unique um, in the way they struggle with that. Right. Um, from just even a, a young age, mm-hmm. right? We were chit-chatting about junior high years and all of that. And um, <laughs> so so I don't know. We're going to do our very best in, in talking about how you and I uh, – work through our identity being in Christ and not yeah. in what the world would tell us it is. Yeah. Um, and just like last podcast we did, 
probably not going to say anything that you've never heard before. Again, just two friends talking about how we figure this walk with Jesus out. Yeah, just sharing our heart and our journey. And and I know I, I completely... Uh, agree with you on that and we can kind of unpack that you know, maybe I don't even know just where that kind of starts but I've been thinking you know I have two daughters and you have a daughter and granddaughters and and you think about the and and this is for boys too I, but I guess I'm gonna just we're girls so we're gonna talk about girls today we are sorry guys yeah. sometimes we have to listen about sports that's right so I know I <laughs> want to do a Broadway Friday that kind of got I don't know. Oh, not don't know. not a good. Ex- yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to do that episode except for me, I guess. Maybe a couple of you out there, but but going back and you know, thinking about the the princess thing. And of course, Disney princesses are a big thing, and 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 being a princess, and then you know, as we get a little bit older, then our identity becomes, you know, what are our friends into, or if there's a boy, what's that boy interested in and then how our identities can kind of morph and twist into whoever it is that we are around and then and then we can become really really lost and then fast forward to adulthood and you know if our our life either way if our life goes how we kind of think it's going to or if our life doesn't go how it we think it should we have all kinds of identity issues and you know I kind of thinking through all of the ways in which we can identify as as mom, as wife, as whatever your job may be, yeah. as daughter. I mean, the list can go on and on. And so we can get so wrapped up in those titles that then we really lose yeah. where Christ is in that. Yeah, we, we and we lose ourselves. We lose who we are in that. And so, um, you know, you talked about like the Disney princesses. And I know some ladies out there, you guys aren't all about the princesses or the Hallmark movies. This is especially for Kenny White. Oh, when he yes. listens. He, he loves, loves Hallmark those. movies yeah. so much. He watches them every Saturday night, him and Cindy. He does. And, you know, we were going to get him some Hallmark movie Christmas attire. And, and we forgot. I know. Yeah. So maybe we'll, this we'll next work Christmas. On that. Yeah. Um, but a, a little bit on a serious <laughs> note. So a few years ago, um, a friend of mine gave me this book. Um, it's called uh, Call to Rebellion. And so um, I, I confess that I didn't even read the entire book, um, but I read bits and pieces of it. And this one particular um, story that I'm going to talk about really falls into that um I don't know, Disney princess kind of thing and how, you know, I think that deep down, um, you, you know, you talked about where does that even start? I think mm-hmm. that deep down, just even as a young girl, you know, we, we want that prince to come and, and rescue us mm-hmm. from, from all things good or bad. He mm-hmm. just is going to make life perfect for us. Right. So let me read this and then we can talk about it for a minute. Um, so again, this is a, a call to rebellion. Her name is Sandy. Uh, Snavely, maybe um, not Johnson. No, if I misunder, <laughs> if I mispronounce that, I'm so sorry. So, so this is what she says. It was the perfect love story. Undeserving girl meets handsome prince, and in an instant, her life was changed from a hopeless here and now to a happy ever after. <clears throat> Out of all of the women at the ball, the prince who deemed her worthy to be his princess bride had chosen her. As Christian women. You and I have experienced, at least to some degree, the joy of dancing in Cinderella slippers. Long before we knew him, God turned his eyes towards us and selected us to be his own beloved daughters. He reached out, took our helpless face in his warm hands, and said, I love you. You're the one I've chosen. You're my heart's desire. The creator of the entire universe pulled us out of the crowd, escorted us to the dance floor and prove to the world that we are treasured possessions, a person of value, 
in a woman of worth. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. When I read that, I just thought, <clears throat> if you think, you know, I don't know, Cinderella stories and all of that is kind of silly, but, but we all deep down really do want that, that relationship. And, and to think about that, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords mm-hmm. has chosen me mm-hmm. as a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Romans 8.14 says, um, oh, I just lost that. Sorry, guys. Um, well, I don't know what Romans 8.14 says. You're good. I'll find it. <laughs> Please stand by. We'll, we'll play some background music while oh, we're yeah. looking at there's Romans no, 8.14. There's no, um, just kidding background music to be played but that's I could sing it okay so for all who are led by the spirit of God are children of God mm. um so that's Romans 8 and really Romans 8 14 through 17 just talks about we're hearers of him and mm. so to to think about that you know and those are words I say a lot but to really stop and ponder that like mm-hmm. I'm a daughter mm-hmm. you're a daughter uh, we're children of the king of the universe like that's the identity I want. Right. And it's such a, a huge thing. I, I, you know, I think it's almost incomprehensible really to think about on this, this side of heaven to really identify that, oh my goodness, that so we, we are adopted into his family and probably really won't have a full understanding until, until we get to heaven. But right. it's such a beautiful picture. And, and, you know, I think those movies, the, the princess movies or any of those Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. those are so popular because that we all resonate with that to some degree of, right. of wanting rescued or wanting more or the, right. you know, the happily ever after kind of a life that right. that seems like, yeah. you know, but yet, but we have that now we, we have do. that in Christ and to be able to, to rest in that is so important and not look to be filled by so many other things. And that is such a hard thing to do. And I know, I think it's something that we will continually struggle with until we do get to heaven to be able yep. to to separate out that, no, I am a child of the one true king, and that is what matters moreover than anything that I do or right. or who I am. Well, and I even think about, like, um, you know, when I first got married, like, oh, my mm. goodness, my husband was going to be it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I have an amazing husband, but but at the end of the day, he can't fill me completely. Yeah. It's just impossible. Um, no matter, and it's not fair to him. And it's not fair to him. I yeah. am setting him up for failure. He is setting me up for failure. Um and so to just even think that, you know, how many, how many women are just, um, gosh, when I meet that perfect guy or when yep. I get that perfect job or when I have my first child, um, whatever the or is, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're waiting for that almost to find our identity. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, um, again, the King of King, the Lord of Lords has been saying, here I am, your mm-hmm. identity is in me. Yeah. Um, and he can fulfill me completely. Like he's not going to let me down. That's right. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, you know, a little bit of my story, I, I had a huge crush on my husband from seventh grade all through high school. And then we went to separate universities. And then we started dating, got married after he had graduated. And, and so, I mean, I, it did feel like a fairy tale and, and it still does, honey. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there was so much of like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is what I, I desired. But yet, you're, it's so true that, like my fulfillment needs to to come from Christ, and it's not it's not a, any responsibility for anybody else for it, but for me to be aligned with Him. And I can't rely on on my husband or my children or or my job or my family to to fill that. Yep. Years ago, I was in a class, and um, the speaker said, um, and I'm sure she she didn't coin this, but she said. Um, if my vertical is right, my horizontals fall in place. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think of that all the time. Like when my horizontal relationships 
um, are feeling rocky, if I sit long enough and think, well, where's my vertical relationship at? Because when right. my horizontals are feeling rocky, it's because I'm trying to find my identity um, in that, right. you know, and gosh, you know, I- am I good enough friend? Am I doing well enough at work? You know, um, if I get on social media and I oh. look to see how amazing <laughs> other moms are yep. and how I'm failing with this social distancing thing, you know, yep. and so comparison and all of that. Um, if I, if I sit back and go, where's my identity at? Okay. My vertical is right now. Yep. My horizontals without actually trying very hard fall in place. Well, and let's be super honest here. I think our listeners would like some super honesty. I think so. You know, I'm afraid of where you're going. You're <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think it would be very foolish for us to say that our horizontals are ever going to be perfect. Right. You know, I am I am always going to fall short in those things, whether it's as a wife or a mom or an an employee or, or right. whatever it is as a yeah. friend, yeah. as a daughter, whatever it is I do, I'm, I, I am never going to be enough. Just kind of what we talked about right. a little bit ago. But if I, and so I can identify millions of ways in which I have fallen short. And so if I rest my identity in any of those roles, then I'm, I'm sunk. And so, yeah. you know, keeping my, my identity in that right. vertical on, on who Christ is and who he is in my life and, and how he has created me and that, that goes a long way. Yeah, it does. Because that just, I mean, that, that just becomes superficial, right? My superficial mm-hmm. identity. You know, thinking back of like junior high years, if the boy I liked liked basketball, yep. I all of a sudden <laughs> loved basketball. I couldn't tell yep. you anything about the game, but I loved it. So it was a superficial That's right. horizontal relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, the king of kings knows, knows me, everything about me. And yep. so my identity being in him is the only thing that's going to hold true. Yeah. Yeah, he knows me. He knows me intimately for sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and so I think kind of this kind of segues into a little bit talking about, you know, we we deal with sin as we, are, that's what really fights against our identity in Christ, right? That right. that there's sin that enters in and, and those are the things that whisper to us. Um, and I'm going to share a little bit of a devotional. You and I have been reading through Bob Goff's, it's a daily devotional and it's called Live in Grace, Walk in Love. And if you haven't read any of Bob Goff's stuff, I highly suggest you go do it right now because he he is witty, he's funny, and he just has a huge heart for Jesus and loving people yeah. globally. I got a so, tattoo because of it. So you there's did. that. Yep. You yep. did. <laughs> I did not, but <laughs> I do really like his book. So uh, he's talking a little bit about, this is in one of the devotionals uh, Just we just read recently, and he's talking about words that we say, but then he also talks about words that we hear. And he said, be careful about the words that you cling to. Don't read the junk mail. Check out the return address first. If it didn't come from Jesus, it's not worth listening to. And those are those sinful things that, you know, either people are putting those into our head or just Satan's putting those into our heads. The outside world puts that into our head. You know, I am, I am not worthy. I am not good enough. I am, I am falling short in all these places. And, and unless the return address comes from Jesus, don't read it. And I just love that. That's such a good visual for how we deal with our, our thoughts. I like that whole, you know, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Romans 8, 1. And so, um, you know, so, so Jesus might be speaking to my heart and something that he wants to change about me, but there's no condemnation. That's right. And then I was even thinking of that devotion. Like it doesn't even, in my world, it doesn't even have to be um, something sinful. Like 
I just can't own what other people are saying to me, whatever right. that is. You know, um, for example, I am Cuban, so I talk loud. What? And I know it. Right now I'm talking <laughs> soft. But like because I have her on a setting on the mic. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> but um, but like I just I can't start owning things that other people are putting on me. Right. Um, because they might be putting in on me for all kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, I love that. Like if the return address isn't from Jesus, mm-hmm. like he tells us we are loved. He, you know, um, not, not condemned. And so yeah. I love that. Well, you know, I even think that's true about, about good things, yeah. you know, that we've been doing the Enneagram personality, yeah. uh, assessment around staff and mm-hmm. and so we can fall into that a little bit like oh I'm a one and so I have to have things perfect and I have to have the you know and so I can be like oh yeah I'm that way because I'm this but then it it limits the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to work yeah. in me and then I I lose sight of who Christ is in me right. and I can I can grow in all of those areas. I don't have to be pigeonholed yeah. into one type of personality. Yep and that's I mean and so don't hear us say that these um you know, tests aren't, aren't fantastic. We've done the Enneagram on staff, most of us, and I'm a nine for those of you who have done it. Um, but, (laughs) but I do agree, like sometimes just for my personality, again, I'm not putting this on anyone else, but for my personality, I can then start owning that more than I should. Right. Like it's fantastic that I can read through what a nine is in the specific Enneagram test and go, Oh yeah, those are some of my strengths. Oh yeah. Those are some of my weaknesses. Like that's all fantastic stuff. But when I start owning that, like that's not who Christ told me I am again, Christ told me that I am his child. And so that's what I need to focus on and not, um, not whatever test tells me or, or whatever a friend tells me, Oh, Mm -hmm. you're like this. Mm -hmm. Um, it might be wise words that I could listen to. Yeah. Um, but again, it might not, it might just be something too, because this might sound shocking, but sometimes we tear each other down instead of lift each other up. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. And yeah. And, and, Sometimes we need to hear, like, if we have a blind spot or something yep. like that. But, of course, you know, we don't want to be uh, avoiding those kinds of things. Right. But we right. do want to be focusing on on our growth and, yeah. and how yep. we are in Christ, for sure. Well, I think that's even true for things like spiritual gifts. I was thinking about, so, like, back when I was first hired on staff, I had to oversee hospitality, which was an area where I was like, I don't know what to do. I know that I want to change it, but I don't even, I have no clue to how to even start. And that was not, uh, if I were to take a spiritual gifts assessment, right. then hospitality would have been way at the bottom of my list. But God grew that in me. I, have never, I haven't taken the test again to see if, if it would show up. I, right. I'm assuming it would show up higher because what he did in me was he grew a heart for it and he grew, a, I don't know if I want to say a talent, but a desire to do better right. and a desire to learn. And so um, I just appreciate that, that I can be malleable to what yeah. Christ would have in my in my heart and in, in what I do in lots of different ways. And that's really, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what we're talking about. Like, what are those kinds of things that we can do um, to really just know our identity is in Christ and yeah. who he is calling us to be? You know, I, earlier we were talking and, and you talked about like even that, that Sabbath, you know, I mean, mm. we can get so busy with being a mom. Um, if you're a single mom, that's even harder. If you're a single person, mm-hmm. you might just be focused on, you know, what God would have you do next or, or when he's going to bring about that, that perfect soulmate for you, whatever it is. If mm-hmm. you're a guy, you know, your identity can sometimes be in, in what you do and mm-hmm. how you provide for your family and in your job. And so, um, just what do we need to do? What do I do to, to kind of center myself again? Yeah. 
on who I am in Christ and not and not everything that the world tells me I ought to be. Yeah, because I can sure get caught up in those roles quickly and and miss it. Yeah. And if I don't take a Sabbath, I know we've done some solitude retreats that have been so good to be able to identify. And we've had lots of solitude lately. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> if you've got a lot of people in your home, then, you know, maybe not. But there is certain certainly benefit from coming from just from that rest and focusing in on, uh, in on him. And even so... I don't know if you caught the throwback Thursday that Galen yep, did, yep. and but he talked a little bit about about finding joy in your in your Sabbath rest, and and really I think you can find like like God created us in so many different ways, and and to be creative and to be uh, to enjoy certain things, and and where yours would be different than mine because you right. don't like to craft. I don't know that that's something that you want growth in, but I do not. No, <laughs> but those are things that we can enjoy in Sabbath, and it really is like that's who I am. That's how God created me, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna just rest in that in that identity in Him. Yeah, and I think that even like during this quarantine time, like um, I don't know, it, it has definitely been a different pace. Um, I I was thinking about this the other day, but it has it really been Sabbath for me? Mm-hmm. Have I really? Um, I, well, I think Galen talked a little bit about it on Sunday. Have I made the virus bigger than my relationship with mm-hmm. God? Mm-hmm. You know, um, listening to the next update or what, what sure. does the governor say? Or, you know, we're on a church staff, so trying to continue to stay creative and how we reach out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so have I really sat still and allowed God to maybe do a new thing in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I have. I mean, yeah. I know that I've had my quiet time and things like that, but, but I think I have focused more around all right, I'm ready. I'm ready mm-hmm. for for whatever this new normal is. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Let's I'm move ready. On. Let's ready. let's yep. give me a next step, whatever yeah. that next step might be. Yeah. Um, and God might just be telling my soul the next step is that you just be still. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I love that Galen talked about. Um, you know, are we making God big in this? And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, am I making God big in yeah. the midst of of this changing world? Yeah, and that's why I think there's so much blurriness in quarantine that's setting those margins so that we can still carve out that that time just to really hear from God and yep. and be focused on Him. I know it, that's been a challenge for me too, just because we haven't had uh, great great boundaries with work yep. and home and all that kind and of stuff. And just trying to balance that. Somebody yeah. came in today um, that is actually on our staff and. Um, and he just came in today for a minute, and he said, um, you know, the, him and his wife are going to make some changes um, in their life. And uh, and it came out of this Sabbath. Like, so they mm. are making God big, like just sitting there looking at each other going, gosh, when the world goes back to whatever that normal is, like, this is what we needed, the sweet yep. spot right here. And so um, awesome. I, I just was encouraged. And so I'm, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking about, too, is yep. um, has, you know, again, where is my identity at? Is my identity in... I don't know if I wear a mask or I don't wear a mask. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and all of the stuff and all of that to say yeah. that just keep focused on Christ yep. and, and whatever happens in the world, like we will, we will navigate that through with Christ and, and being on mission, you know, he's given us a mission and identifying what that mission is and just keeping focused on him. And so. I just think about like, if I, if I focus on that, I, it, it makes me less anxious for sure. Um, it less upset, less <laughs> yep. angry, even like silly post that I might read on social media that mm-hmm. for whatever crazy reason, I gets me all frustrated. And, yeah. and again, it's because I'm focusing on the horizontal and not on the vertical. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I are allowed to have different opinions, but who we are in Christ is the same. Yep, that's right. So. Yeah, and just and and so some practical tools, you know, I, I would encourage you to to 
memorize some scripture or have some scripture on the ready that just talks about your identity. And, and I know you have a list of some. Yeah, uh, I do. And, and, um, and I was real quick. I'm, I'm going to, so if you over time, but we're a little sorry. bit over time. So I would tell you that, um, if you read Psalm 139, like we've done that in the past, mm. um, our, our sweet friend, Georgianne Warren, yeah. um, hey, memorized Georgian. it. Hi, Georgie. Um, we miss you. Um, so she memorized Psalm 139, but there's such good stuff in there. Like uh-huh. he knows us intimately. So mm-hmm. just even focus on that. So I'm just going to throw out some quick, uh, scriptures. I'm not going to read them. I'm just going to say, talk, throw them out. Um, and these all talk about who we are in Christ. So Ephesians 1, 4, Romans 8, 17, Colossians 2, 13 through 14, Romans 8, 1, Hebrews 4, 16, 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10, 1 Corinthians 2, 12, 2 Peter 1, 4, Romans 8, 39, in Ephesians 1, 1. And I would encourage you maybe to just even read it in a different um, version than you have. It mm. might speak to you differently. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Sandy, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad that Galen let us be in the studio and and talk a little bit about, about identity with our listeners. So um, we hope you all are uh, staying safe and doing well. Thanks so much for listening to us. And do you have any quick parting thoughts? Well, just like Galen says... I hope that you're staying strong and very courageous. Amen. All right, everybody, take care.